Thank you for being back here in my basement. I'm Francisco Suarez, your host, and this is From Suarez Basement, a podcast that we put together especially for everybody out there who is interested in the communication, media, and the art film. You know when you're watching your favorite TV show and you dream with one day have a conversation with some of the actors who play some of your favorite characters? Well, today is my lucky day, and it's also your lucky day because we have the one and only Adam Godley is in the house, or well, in this case, in the basement, inside the house. I cannot wait to have this conversation. Adam played the character of Archie in the Hulu hit TV show, The Great, one of my new favorite TV shows. This TV show has the three components I'm always looking for. Good writing, good acting, and of course, good production value. You have to watch The Great. You will recognize Adam not only for his work in shows, again, like The Great or Breaking Bad, but he appears in numerous films like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Around the World in 80 Days, and one of my holiday favorite films, Love Action. So I cannot wait to start this conversation with Adam. Like I always do, I invite a co-host to be part of the conversation with me. And I have the pleasure to have a good friend of mine and a colleague of mine, Steve, must come with us. He's a director and acting instructor for SUNY Oswego. So all the components are right there to start an amazing conversation. Thank you, WCNY in Central New York for your partnership. Let's start this new episode from Suarez Basement right away. Adam, welcome to my basement. It's my great pleasure and honor to be here. Um, Thank you. Really happy to be in your basement. <laughs> yeah, that sounds quite creepy. I know a lot of people say like, okay, yeah. well, <laughs> what's going on yeah. in the basement? What happened? Well, we're going to find out how creepy it is, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to take the opportunity also to introduce my co-host for today. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you also with us. So if you want to introduce yourself so Adam can uh, know a little more about you. So uh, my name is Steve Mazicone. I am an instructor of acting and directing here at SUNY Oswego. Um, it's a really pleasure. Uh, it's really a pleasure to be uh, in this discussion with you, um, Adam, and, and thanks to Francisco for uh, inviting me on as well. Of course, Adam, I'm very curious first to see how you're doing, how is your family? Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. But also, Adam, how do you feel the industry have been changed based in the pandemic, uh, you know, that, that for me is very interesting to, to know. For example, are auditions now taking place online, like through Zoom? Um, how is production? I know season two of The Great is, is, is you know, having approved, which I'm very excited about it. Uh, so how that is working in this time of the pandemic? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for asking. Where are we doing fine? Um, uh, physically, you know, mentally, I think everybody, you, me, everybody is, it's challenging. It's really challenging, the whole thing, this experience mm -hmm. we're all going through together, this shared experience. Um, Work-wise, in terms of auditions, I think things were moving in a direction towards a lot of self-taping, which is not that different to kind of Zoom in a way. So in a curious way, like in some other industries, it's kind of pushed things further along and kicked things down, down a path they were already on. Um, I'm sure, you know, that that's most people's experience. Uh, as far as 
actual work is concerned, obviously film and TV have been very fortunate in that with some practical changes, we are able to keep working. Theatre, it's a very different story. It's just, I mean, you know, you've, this is not news to anybody. It's just absolutely devastating. Um, I was doing a thing the other day and, you know, somebody pointed out that if you designed an industry that would be the most affected by this situation, it would be theatre. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, the flip of that is, the hopeful, the silver lining on that is that an industry that is most needed when we come out of this will be theatre. Because we're all going to need to process this whole experience. And, you know, what better medium to do that in than art of all kinds? That's, that's kind of the purpose of it, is to help us process being human beings and going through life and dealing with challenging experiences, let alone what we're all going through now. So um, it's been devastating for theatre, but I think as time goes on, it's, it's going to really help us. And it's going to be even more important that we have theatre and movies and TV and things to help us, as I say process what we what we've gone through so uh we're going to transition into talking a little bit about process um i know that i'm teaching acting online right now i'm teaching remotely um these collegiate acting classes uh one of the things that i think that we are still able to kind of feature in this remote uh world uh that uh, of the students learning in the, in these acting classes is um, one of the things we really try to develop is their connection to the text, uh, to the text that they're given. So I wanted to ask you, Adam, if you're uh, developing a new character, if you're meeting a script for the first time, what are you reading for? What, what are certain things that really pop out to you that then help you in the process of building a character down the line? Well, you know, it begins and ends with the text and the writing. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, after re- you know, I've obviously I've read a lot of scripts in my time, a lot of plays. I've been doing it for a long time, and you know, it's a thing that's said, and I believe it's true. You can kind of tell very, very quickly whether this is something you like, whether the text and the sort of tone of the piece is something that piques your interest, um, whether the story piques your interest. So uh, I'm looking for all of those things. Is this something I'm interested in? Is the story, is it saying something, you know, there's no new stories, but it's like the way you tell them. So is it telling it in a fascinating and interesting way? Do I, can I see what's coming up or do I have no idea? Um, You know, I remember reading a play like Martin McDonough's The Pillow Man, for example, you know, I'm just thinking of scripts I've read that I've had a very visceral reaction to. And you read a script like that, and I remember thinking, I have no idea what this is, but I know I want to do it. So I don't always have to know exactly what the thing is. Sometimes the more extraordinary, the more crazy. Um, that's certainly put in, in that category. If I, if, if I think, okay, I've read this, I've seen this, it's not doing anything new. You know, why are we doing this play? Why are we putting on this, this, this film, this TV show? Um, 
I think those sort of are my initial questions. And as I said, is it is it saying something in a new way that I've not seen before? Mm-hmm. And it couldn't be a better bridge yeah, for, for 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 my question because the the truth is that you have worked in so many different mediums. You have done TV, you have done a lot of theater, you have done a lot of movies. So uh, for me, of course, and and Stephen and I, we were talking about this before uh, we you connected about the importance of teaching our uh, students the acting for the camera and directing an actor. Um, and so the relationship between actors and directors are, is very important. It's one of the most important relationships in the process, right? But because you have worked in so many different other mediums from movies to TV, do you see a difference in how directors uh, work in these other mediums? Uh, are, the, are these directors different if you're working with somebody for a TV that if you're working in theater, for example? Yeah, uh, you know, I think everything about those jobs is, is, is very different. The sort of core fundamentals of what you're being asked to do are the same, but everything else around it is very different. In the theater, you know, the writer and the director are sort of king, in, in, in it, certainly in the rehearsal process. Um, depending on the director, you know, it can, it can feel a little more collaborative or a little less collaborative. Again, in television, in, in, and I say episodic television because, I mean, you know, all these series that we see and when you're doing episode after episode, that there is very little time for rehearsal. And the director in those situations, you know, he's, he's got his mind on everything and all, all of the actors, all of the technical stuff, the lighting stuff, all these choices, only you are thinking about just your character. So... Um, you're going to have probably less interaction with a director in that environment. Film and theater are probably closer to each other in that way. TV is kind of out here and then film and theater is sort of over here in terms of perhaps how the director is, is, is more king. Um, Yeah. It's almost like you have to build those skills of empowerment uh, so that when you do cross over into maybe working for TV and film, you uh, have a process of your own for really drawing out active moments that can really pop um, on screen. Whereas like no one's going to tell you how to, like you said, say that line. Um, you kind of have your you're responsible for um, being active in that particular moment when the director yells action on, yes. on a TV set. And I think, you know, uh, uh, as, as students of acting, you know, obviously you, you, I would imagine you're being exposed to, to all sorts of theatre practitioners and, and books on theatre and theatre craft and technique. And in, in my experience, working over many decades, I feel like you take and you remember and you keep the little bits from all of them, read it all, be exposed to it all, study it all. And the things that resonate with you, you will use in your career. And I think every actor has their own method. Mm-hmm. Nobody is kind of a slave to, to one thing. You develop your own method of acting and technique and skills mm-hmm. um, over time. 
but you want to be exposed to it all and you want to work with as many people as possible. Uh, if you know, you're fortunate enough and of course everybody wants to, to work and, and do as much work as possible and hopefully varied work. Um, but it's learning from, from really good people and watching how people work and mm. going, okay, that's useful. I can use that. And, and I, I asked myself, uh, you know, I, again, Adam, uh, you're, you have such an amazing career and you have been able to develop characters that are incredible in so many ways. But we know and the students know, uh, or I don't know if they know, actually, uh, rejection is part of the business. You know, this idea of going to many auditions and no, you didn't get the part or you went to the second reading and you think you're going to get the part, but then the project doesn't happen. I mean, how, because I think this is, this is very important to teach the students, uh, not only the students, to ourselves, to be quite honest with you, how you deal with rejection, it, it, especially when you start in this career and now you probably have matured in the process of, well, I didn't get it. It wasn't for me. How is that process? How was your, your first experience with that rejection and how you overcome rejection? You know, there's, there's, there's no easy solution to it. And it's different for everybody because it taps into your insecurity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, are, are you just, there are people who appear to be kind of just super confident and it just kind of flows off them and other people who are deeply wounded by it. Um, I think knowing why you, why you want to do it, why do you want to be an actor? What are you chasing? Um, You know, I read an interview with, with Frances McDormand recently, uh, her new movie that's come out. And she, she, there was some quote in there about, she said, I'm not, I'm not an actor because I want to have my picture taken. I'm an actor because I, I'm interested in the human exchange. Mm. And I think, you know, talking about the inevitable rejection that you are going to have, you're going to get slapped and slapped and slapped and slapped and rejected and rejected and rejected. It's just going to happen. And the closer you get to a role, the more painful it is when you lose it. Mm. Um, I think know, knowing why you're in it is helpful. Um, somehow, I, you know, retaining self-belief, it, it, it can be very challenging. I think, I think it's very good, as you say, to know going into it that it's going to be painful and you're going to get rejected a lot. And are you willing to keep pursuing it knowing that's the case? Are you willing to put up with that? Uh, it, it can definitely weigh you down. Um, Ada, I'm going yeah. to switch gears here uh, because, again, we can be talking. I love these conversations and uh, I'm fascinated with what we're talking about. But one of my favorite shows, I'm not going to deny that, is The Great. I just love that show uh, for oh, many so reasons. Uh, costume design, uh, set design, uh, production value, acting, story. Of course, uh, you, you always have the critics that say, well, that's not historically accurate. This is no, and I, I always say, well, it's not supposed to be historically accurate. It is it's a, it's a fantasy concept based in the life of this uh, woman. So, um, but your character is one of my favorite <laughs> he's just so incredibly um 
hairy apart from anything else. Yeah, it is. It is. So I'm just curious, of course, how, how, first, how was the audition for, for that role? How was the process to get into the role? And how you prepare to play Archie every time that you're going to play it in the grave? Uh, well, I'm thrilled you like it so much. That's very gratifying. We're currently filming season two of it right now, hence this kind of rather weird mm-hmm. facial hair situation. Um, uh, I, uh, when I, Tony McNamara, who's the showrunner, the main writer of the show, who co-wrote this movie, The Favourite, uh, which tonally is very similar to our series. But at the time we we were auditioning and we filmed the pilot for this, the favorite hadn't been released yet. So going back to something we mentioned before, first of all, I read the script and I'm like, what is this? Is this a comedy? Is it a drama? It's really dark, but it's really silly and it's historical and it looks like a big historical epic, but what is it? And of course, that is the very thing that makes it so extraordinary. And um, so I read it and I went in and I met Tony McNamara and Matt Shackman, who directed the pilot, who is coincidentally the artistic director at the Geffen Playhouse in Los Angeles. So he kind of comes from a world of theater. And Marion McGowan, one of the main producers on the show. And we just talked about who Archie was. Um, and we just kind of got to know each other. And uh, I think, I, you know, I can't speak for them, but they were obviously looking for certain qualities in in, in their cast. And, and I happened to fit what, what they were looking for. So we went ahead. Um, as we started it, interestingly, going back to rehearsal, we had a kind of rare experience where Matt Shackman, because he comes from the world of theater, this is the director of the pilot, he, we spent a few days rehearsing and we kind of improvised our way through the whole of the first episode, taking each other's roles. We really played around with it to kind of explore and get into the world and get comfortable with the tone of it. Because as actors, we're going, do I play this as comedy? Do I play it as drama? How, where do I pitch it? And he gave us the confidence and the sort of root map of commit to the drama commit mm-hmm. to the darkness and the seriousness of those scenes and then commit to the comedy of those scenes and when you put it all together you come up with you know what you see which is this sort of really interesting tonally uh show that kind of takes you by surprise mm-hmm. the, the moments of darkness are you know fully committed and they take you by surprise and then the next minute you're laughing and it's a very interesting um kind of tone to the whole thing, but I think it keeps the audience engaged. Um, and as you say, the the production values are just crazy. I think they ran out of gold leaf in the UK <laughs> when they were building the sets because this, the sets that are created in the studio are so lavish and fantastic. And that, that of course helps us as actors. Personally with Archie, once I started working on it, the first time I put on, you know, he's the Archbishop of the Russian Orthodox Church. Mm-hmm. So I've got this hugely long beard, moustache, long hair, robes, a big hat with a veil. And, you know, it's like, is it Cousin It in the Adams family? I can't remember what their character is called. 
it's like who's in there? Yeah, yeah. Is there anybody in there? So technically, the challenge for me as an actor was to kind of fight my way through all this stuff. And yeah. and you feel like there's a is there a person in there that I can relate to and I understand and has many different colors and complexions to him. And at the beginning, I did find that a challenge. You know, the first time I put all this stuff on, I go, well, you know, I may as well not be here. <laughs> uh, it's just costume and a bunch of wigs and, and beard. Um, but the character is so crazy and interesting. And Tony has written so many kind of weird twists in him. And it only gets more crazy as, as the series goes on. So I've, I felt I feel very fortunate to be a part of it and, and a terrific cast uh, no kind of egos, uh, you know, and people say this a lot, but it's it's not always the case. And it's very true on this show. It's a, it's a really terrific group of actors who are looking out for each other, who have a lot of kind of mutual respect and love for each other. And uh, hopefully that shows in what the audience see. You know, it's a real kind of ensemble show. Yeah, it is a great character. And I have to say, I mean, I have many, many, this is just a, a comment, many great moments uh, with Archie, but one of my favorites have to be when he eat the mushrooms in order to have uh, this vision. It's just the funny thing I ever see. <laughs> uh, it was funny. It is funny. It is. I mean, when I read that, yeah. Like oh. how, does, how does the patriarchal archbishop of the Russian Orthodox Church commune with God? He goes into the wood, he takes magic mushrooms and he's like, Bring it on. Okay, God, come into my brain. So just like, go, go for it. And uh, I remember we were in the woods filming that day. And I just, you know, you go all vanity aside, just make a fool of yourself. Just go for it. And we had these uh, wonderful directors uh, for those episodes called Bert and Bertie. They're two, two uh, women who work together and they, you know, and this is what's beautiful uh, when a director does this. They just they just give you a very long, they give you as much sort of leash as you need. Like you're walking a dog, just let the dog run. And they really trusted me with it. And they allowed me to just go nuts mm -hmm. and talk to a tree and a leaf and just be free with it and not worry about, is this working? Is this the right thing to do? Just go for it. And they created this very free environment, which is what you're always striving for, so that self-consciousness and self-analyzing in the moment goes away and you just dive into it and just go for it mm -hmm. and trust that they'll capture it. And then hopefully maybe something interesting will come out mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my last question is going to stem from what we were just talking about. And again, this relates back to the process of, of acting, but... But one of the things that I think is difficult for young actors to do is to feel um, courageous in the face of, of eminent failure, right? Like you were just talking about with the scene with the mushrooms, right? There's this um, image of just kind of jumping off a cliff, believing you know who the character is, believing uh, the research that you've done and uh, the work you've done in rehearsals or the work playing the character before, you kind of have to let that all go in the moment and just have the freedom to play, have the freedom to react to the elements, right? <laughs> uh, the, um, the freedom to react to your scene partner. Um, 
can you talk a little bit about what empowers you to just kind of play and go and dive in uh, like that? And and maybe if it wasn't well, that way, I, yeah. at the beginning of maybe if it wasn't that way at the beginning of your career, how 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 have you developed that that sort of sense of saying, okay, I know what I'm doing, let me jump. Well, I think perhaps it partly goes back to what we're talking about at the very beginning of, of, of thinking about why you want to do this. What is it about doing this that interests you? Is, is this how you want to spend your life, your time on this earth? Being an actor, playing characters, what is it about it that, that excites you? And for me, part of that was uh, just diving into other worlds and, and being other people and, uh, uh, Really, you know, acting was the place where I, I could be free. And f for me, in my life, I felt very constrained uh, in, in, in the environment I grew up in. But for me, the place of freedom was acting and, and place of play was acting. And I think it's very important that actors keep a sense of, you know, to say childishness sounds like you're sort of criticizing, but that there's a childish delight in play. The word a play, we go and see a play, it's actors playing, you play in a play. And that sense of play, and it's why actors can often seem quite sort of, you know, they don't take things too seriously. And, you know, but you've got to keep that sense of inner child mm -hmm. alive. And I guess I was fortunate enough to work in, with people who, who encouraged me in that. Um, and I remember an actor saying to me ages ago, the thing that you're going to be the most successful at is the thing that you were initially enjoyed being as a child. So if there's some little kid who loves making airplane noises or running around and pulling faces, you know, it's, it's that thing about that kid that is going to make them as successful, uh, as an actor. So it's somehow not losing that. And it is very difficult in the face of constant rejection and the business kind of grinding you down to keep your sense of joy about what it is to, to, to play and be an actor. Um, I think, you know, if you, as long as you get the chance, as long as you get the opportunity to, to rehearse and play and act, um, that then the joy, you know, and enough of a sense of joy will remain. If it's nothing but rejection and and disappointment, you know, everybody's human. It's it is going to crush you. Mm. Um, but I think having a real clear sense of what it is about being an actor that you that inspires you, constantly being inspired and being excited about it, and, and not getting jaded. That it, this kind of work goes into maintaining that. And there's no easy answer to it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of partly how you're wired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some people yeah. sort of are eternally optimistic and other people are, you know, uh, are going to get crushed by it. That's just the reality. And I think, you know, we sort of do people a disservice by, by painting it overly unrealistically rosy. It's wonderful, but it can be very, very difficult. Yeah. Adam, uh it's from the bottom of my heart I want to thank you so much for your time for this amazing conversation that was such an inspiration but 
But we learned so much from you. I really, really thank you. And of course, uh, my awesome co-host, uh, Stephen, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. And thank you, Francisco. And, and it's an honor to be here. And I think what you are doing is wonderful and uh, providing this. So all power to you too, really. Thank it was you. lovely to meet you both. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>